0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Matt, and his name is Matt. And this is Taking It to the Mats. And this is episode eight. I think I said that on the last one, but it was actually seven, but it was changed. But this is episode eight. And I'm pretty sure this episode, we're bringing the real wrestling action to taking it to the mats. We're talking about wrestling figures of the 90s, mainly the Hasbro figures. How excited are you for this, Matt?
1: I mean, you, you, when we talked about the biography of this, one of the things that I talked about was how Vince's ability and this company's ability to tap into the like kid mind of the early, late 80s, early 90s was just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And the figures were paramount. I mean, they were a gateway to getting into this, learning more about them like, who are these people? And I could watch them on TV and It really spoke to like the larger than life cartoon superhero aspect of the time Mm -hmm. and also really unique, well-made toys. Yeah. But something we're going to talk about is they also had limitations. Yeah. And so they're almost they're like perfectly imperfect, (laughs) um, which I think (laughs) makes them all the better. so, if we can start off, like, Matt, can you kind of give me? I know you know a little bit about the history because I know like back in the day, you know, you had like those big, those like LJN rubbers. Yeah. It right? was yeah. Kind of like, the, the yeah. figures. There was like no possibility. Uh, I feel like I, I never had one, mm-hmm. but anytime I ever saw one that had one, they were beat to heck. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, they were just like, I don't think I ever saw one in like functioning, like mint condition. True and then they transitioned into Hasbro which you know I think when you think about that time period you had Hasbro, Kenner, Mattel like those are your your big three Mm -hmm. that had just awesome toys right like Kenner seemed to have like any movie that came out they had like what I loved like starting lineups I absolutely loved like you know I starting lineups Mm -hmm. you know Kenner did um, Batman films um, which was awesome the Jurassic Park figures Mattel, obviously, was was He-Man, which was yeah. amazing, yeah. Right? And then Obviously, they were known for, for Barbie. Mm-hmm. And then Hasbro was, you know, G.I. Joe, yep, you know, three-inch G.I. Joe's, um, and World Wrestling Federation figures. That's right. So <laughs> kind of talk, talk me through the evolution of how we got to what Hasbro kind of did and how they decided to make these figures what they were. Yeah.
0: I mean, I remember the... I, those rubber figures were right before my time as well that LJN had. So LJN won the first like bidding war for, for Vince McMahon and WWF to create the first line of figures, and that's the figure they created. Now, they were – I give credit to that, um, that show on Netflix, that Toys That Made Us show. That's a, that was oh, a great, yeah. great episode about the wrestling figures. But there was a couple smaller companies, Rem um, and Remco, yeah. and Remco that were trying to outbid each other for the license to make the figures. And then LJN threw their hat in the ring kind of secretively and b- way outbid those two like, you know, smaller companies. Um, so LJN got it. I guess uh, Magloob, um made some AWA figures because okay. they, wanted, yeah. they wanted in the figure business. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, I was listening to our uh, undertaker episode where we went where we kind of went on a tangent at the end about the nostalgia of how we grew up and whatnot like so many things happened in like 1990 that we just are in in all of right now like right like, you know like we got to watch all these things we got to rent all these videos we got our childhood was the, the first ever wrestling figures. Like yeah, right. no one else can say that. And we're, we're so l- lucky to, to have been born in that time period to be, a, be able to play with these. But, but yeah, so LJN, they created those large rubber figures, which were not, they're like eight inch figures and they're mm-hmm. not, they weren't supposed to be eight inch. They were supposed to, they, they created them eight inch to get the detail. And then they were supposed to shrink them down to may, to four inch like the Hasbro ones to, to get out to the masses, like, you know, at retail, but they didn't have time. Like, uh, you know, they wanted to see something right away. So they they introduced the eight inch figures thinking that they were gonna shrink them down afterward, but everyone loved the eight inch figure. So they went with the eight inch, but they were rubber. And then they had like a, I guess, wiring inside of them. So you yep. could you could bend them a little bit, I guess, if you tried, but basically like you said, you don't see any that don't have like paint chips on them today. Never did. They're literally, they literally like you could smash them together as much as you could and they wouldn't break because of how they were made. And then um, according to the documentary, uh, LJ, things were going pretty good for LJ and I don't know how many series they came out with, but um, one of their like sister companies came out with some water guns, like water pistols, and they unfortunately looked all too real. And after, after some real- life robberies with these guns, uh, they got in trouble and lost the license. And, and inter- interestingly enough, like when I first heard the LGN made those figures, I was like, that's like that's a video game company right. And they yeah. were and they, I think, were bought by a claim or merged with a claim. And you know they made those first video those games. games.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah.
0: it wasn't out even. yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yep. So they were out of the business, and in stepped Hasbro after, like you said, after the uh, the success with Transformers yes. and um, G.I. Joe, much, just much, much more functional figures. And like, again, the first series of Hasbro figures, 1990, was when me and you started, started yes. watching
1: and getting into it. How, how lucky are we? <laughs> Seriously, like how could you not, like they created a product that you could go all in on, but everything did back then. And I guess to an extent it does now too, but I feel like there was just less supply and greater demand, yes. right? Like now, like, you know, you see, there's like a kids' series on like Netflix or like a dime a dozen, right? Mm-hmm. But like back then, like, right. If you want to get into GI Joe, you could be all in. You could watch, or they, remember they made the movie, they had the cartoon show, they had the toys, they got the band-aids, they got, they got the video games. I mean, they got everything. Yeah. And then, you know, WWF had that same appeal, mm-hmm. right? You had the figures, the videos, the shows, the live shows, the wrestling buddies, the wrestling bars, like this like massive consumerism just right in front of you. But my gosh, at our age, it was amazing. Yeah. You couldn't get enough of it, and they just supplied you with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that first th- series actually the um when you, I'm glad you brought up the wrestling buddies. It was a little bit not not right when the first series came out, but Tonka is the one who made the wrestling buddies, and then Hasbro bought Tonka, so Hasbro then had the wrestling buddies when they acquired Tonka. So that was interesting. I didn't know that there was two different companies, but I definitely had the uh, the
1: million dollar man wrestling buddy. <laughs> I love your logic of why you got that one. You want to be up a heel. Like I like that. and I think that's, they made him for you, right? For that that green, mentality. The Green Millionaire okay. man. Um my brother
0: had uh the Hulkster, but like Hogan, Savage Warrior, they were obviously obviously the ones that were the most popular, but <laughs> since my, especially since my brother had Hogan, I wanted a heel because I wanted to beat up a
1: heel. So I got the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> so good, so good. You know, before we transition out like the rubber figures, I don't know if they mentioned this or if you recall these. I remember when I was growing up, there was like a, you know, like after school program. And so they had like toys where right? I went to school and they have the ones where you could put like your fingers in the back of, and like, it was, there was like a Hogan and a Piper. It was like the only two of them, but those are like the only other iteration that I saw like officially licensed WWF uh, toys figures um, prior to the Hasbro's prior to high. Oh, okay. I don't remember yeah.
0: that. I don't remember those. I only remember like, and coinc- again, coincidentally, like the first series that, that came out, like I was at a KB toys and, you know, just, I remember seeing at least five of them and me and my brother, got each got two two each at the time but we'll we'll go into the uh we'll go into the series but um this may be this may for you podcast listeners this may be an episode if we if we get lucky enough one day that we we may have to put on youtube or something because (laughs) because uh we may have to you may we have to see uh reactions um to what i'm about to show matt right now here but uh
1: holy cow oh my god (laughs) you are kidding
0: these are the
1: table full
0: (laughs) these are the figures and that's the ring my friend
1: oh man like i like right away like i see like nasty boys like those are hard to find yes (laughs) steamboat oh man rick steiner original Brutus, i mean greg the hammer valentine yes Wow! Like even just looking at these, look like these are all like in really good shape.
0: There, I mean, we'll we'll go through them as we go through the the uh, the series. Some of them are
1: pretty busted, (laughs) and some
0: are uh, are a little bit. Some of them are you know are better than others. But uh, oh
1: man, LOD Akeem, so (laughs) like look just even looking at them now. Like that is those are like literally the colors of our childhood. It's just bright and bold, and yeah, it's just right. like I want to oh. dive in right now. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. I remember when you had those. My goodness, oh, we're almost talking like over fifteen years, but I remember when they were in like your parents' like shed. Yes, if, and I, you just like busted them out, and like here we are. We're like, you know, twenty twenty one, and I'm like. Can we forego what these plans were this evening and <laughs> can we together a card? Can we, can we build this together? I'm
0: pretty like, sure we were, We at that point, we just sat down in the lawn. And started, <laughs> I just, and like, started going, going through them. Uh, let's start running through some of these. Again, the first series they made. Yeah. And, and it was interesting because I would have thought that um, on the packaging, they would, have show, they would have showed like what series it was, but I, can't, I couldn't see anything on any of the packages besides the color of the package, like they say. I couldn't right. see anything that said like series one, series two, series three, but um, you know, there's all the, the research out there that shows which ones were made when, but that first series was pretty iconic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely, and it's interesting to look back on it too, because you know, it's 1990. It's their first shot, so this is basically like they don't know if it's going to be successful. Like I think we know it's going to be successful, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so listed in alphabetical order, first figure that they come out with, controversial figure for sure. <laughs> Formerly the one man gang, but A- A- Akeem gets an original figure. I see him on there. So what? Uh, what does this guy do? What do we got here? So he, let's see, he's got the
0: see some of these some of these have uh no longer have the move <laughs> because oh, yeah. oh he's got he's got the head butt. he's got the, oh, there you uh, go you pull the you pull the head
1: back and he throws the head kind of like the andre figure which is also in the series nice and and here again right Akeem, you, you want a bad guy you want to heal so yeah. here you go he's brightly colored he's got the yellow and the blue the next up would be out uh, there is the andre now that is a big time rare figure like that is definitely for some collectors a, a holy grail to get true yeah my I mean this yeah. um this collection
0: right here is me my brother and uh my friend who just left his figures with me because our house was the only house that he played them at so he yeah left, left them over there so i just have them now how much
1: it. how much bigger is Andre to to Akeem I mean is he all right so bigger but not like no, that much. Yeah, not too much bigger yeah there's wow. a, I, that's another thing i like
0: about them like they're they're pretty good um at like the height like the actual height most of them um, yeah they're besides the or like today they have like the facial scanners that like mm-hmm. you know like it, they they because today's figures are just like you know they, you could play with them but they look like you know they're collectors' items. Like they're just so well made. They're they're oh, eight yeah. inches, but they're like you know just they're like twenty you know twenty five thirty dollars each. And like if you you know they stay in the package, a lot of people want them to stay in the packaging. But before facial scanning and facial recognition like that, like these were good. Like the oh, absolutely like the, like the I'd say more the caricature faces were really really good. Like you know absolutely. they weren't just. Um, you know, slapped on there.
1: They actually look like the character. Yeah, like it wasn't generic face. Right, right, exactly. Um, Uh, Speaking of like interesting molds and faces, we've mentioned this character, I feel like in like two or three episodes because it is so unique. Where's that first first big boss, man? Big boss, man. Oh, that first big boss, man, with the shades. (laughs) What, see, now this was a unique build. Now to see you holding him right now, Like he doesn't look bad, but his proportions, like his head, (laughs) different than all the other ones. Mm -hmm. So what? Like, what does he do again? It's just like it's not. It's so he's got the two hands that just go up and down. Nice. Now, right there, you you you've got you've got the twin towers. I got to ask. Did you ever did you ever have matches where you kind of reunited them? I didn't because
0: I didn't really know. Well, see, so Akeem was not mine. It was my friend's. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really know who Akeem was like Akeem was just before my time. And like, I've seen like Royal Rumble 90 now and whatnot where, you know, he's in it and he's with Bossman, but I did not get to watch Akeem, you know when I started watching wrestling. So I did, I just, when I started playing with him I just had him like a big, big, like, you know I didn't know his character. So I just had him as like another big like earthquake type of guy. Who would go great. Right. Oh, yeah. Who would go against like Hogan and whatnot? So I never put him with Boss Man. Okay,
1: but I right.
0: knew I knew Boss, I never knew Boss Man as a heel.
1: So that that's uh, also true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next in the series that I see him on that table right there is I think one of the best made figures. and I think a figure that actually transcended his entering ability. That first beefcake is a awesome figure. <laughs> Pose ability, it it I don't, it came, with, it came with the scissors. I don't have those on me. <laughs> yeah that's a great figure that's the, and that's the first one of the spring the uh, kind of splash the spring-loaded ones yes yep and again yeah the one where his neck yeah passed. right <laughs> yep that is a great it could do the drop kick it could do a suplex yep. the yep. That's a great figure that is a mm-hmm. top that's a fun one i remember i got him with a couple of other first series people for a quarter at a flea market in New Jersey in like 1993, it was like in the woods. <laughs> it was just oh, on this table, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was one of them. It was like him and and, uh, and Hogan and a Warrior and Demolition Smash four for a dollar done. And they were great. <laughs> um, Andre and Beefcake were my brother's first two
0: figures that you yeah. know that he got from from KB Toys that day that we went there, and I guess that'll segue into my first two figures. Now you're going to have to uh, bear with me on one of these because
1: one of them. Oh, know. no. <laughs> yeah. That is a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. oh, the
0: ultimate warrior with the jumping capability, but his arm is missing.
1: <laughs> oh. All right. So that is one of the best figures ever made. That one. The warrior. The, detail, the colors. like When yep. we talk about like what gets you into this as a kid, yep. look yep. at that yeah (laughs) you know like if you're eight seven eight years old six seven eight years old you want to know everything about that
0: yeah that's
1: awesome (laughs) like how
0: do i how do i not not pick that one as my first ever figure yeah and yeah that is the company yeah and then with him i got the macho man
1: that's a great one so that's got the limited movement with like the that spring punching action um Great looking the macho, figure. The
0: Macho Masher, I think it was called. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> really like the way well, really, I mean I love the look of that one. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So you've also then in that series, you've got you got Demolition Ax and Smash.
0: Yes, I only and they were sold separately. Yep. And my friend had Ax, but I don't I don't know what happened to Ax, so I only we only had Smash. Nice. So yeah, Smash and he had he had the uh, the wind-up arm as well
1: yeah he was that was a good one now he barry darso two figures yeah (laughs) yeah that's pretty cool (laughs) gotta put that put on the old resume (laughs) so you got you got axe and axe was like the body slam it was interesting that they were sold separately oh yeah yeah um and then you've got of course you've got to put in in series one you've got the body slamming hulk hogan Mm -hmm. right gorilla press slam yep that's an iconic figure too. The Hulk rules. I feel like that one you see a, a lot.
0: Yeah. Now this one compared to the other Hogan's that would come out, like he's a little short. This, yes. This Hogan. Like he's, he's smaller than the other Hogan's, but the, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the, I mean, we'll get into them. This, this Hogan was good i wasn't a big fan of the next hogan that would come out which is the bear hug hogan Yeah. But, but um but then the hogan after that is the one i played with the most he was proportionately better he had he had you know his fist clenched for the punches yep yep oh yeah <laughs> usually do the leg drop like he was that was i like that hogan the, uh the best yeah but,
1: and uh one that had a pretty good arsenal from that would be the original jake or i think yeah. it's the only jake oh yeah with the snake do i see the snake nice <laughs> and he had the spring-loaded punch that's a good one <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good and that, i always looked at that jake i always look at that as the face jake i, I never saw yes. that as the yeah. Jake. i don't know why true just yeah. the tights everything i mean the you look at the package it's him holding the snake up like that's very much like, like jake the snake face yeah right. yep my um my mom
0: my mom would create a uh, a tiny little bag for the snake Love <laughs> it oh <laughs> amazing <laughs> but uh, i'm pretty sure i used them as a heel especially when the undertaker came out i did there all There you that. go yeah
1: there you go yeah but yeah and i agree not at
0: first but that was a great figure
1: one of the most limited movement ones what what's your thoughts on ravishing rook rude and that like headlock thing uh, talk to me about that where is he here i think it was up
0: here no there he is you could definitely i saw i saw that the other arm like i guess the headlock arm not the punch arm that swing okay. back but the headlock arm you could get the rude awakening pretty yes good. you could so that i feel like that is that wasn't bad the the other arm you know you and you could you, you know you could do the punch the punch in the uh the headlock uh back elbow yeah yeah back elbow i didn't think it was that bad at the time plus i liked doing moves to this guy because his legs were spread you could do a, a you know body slam pretty well and whatnot power bombs yeah yep yeah, yeah. um I know, like looking back on it, I guess it wasn't as you, you know, you could say it wasn't as functional as you'd like it to be because his, you know, he can't move his arm out. So, right. but it wasn't bad for, for Ravishing Rude because
1: you, you, no. you did the Rude Awakening. So, and like, we're not even through series one, we're almost there, but like, think about how many different molds they made, right? Yeah. Like, they didn't just say, <laughs> all right, these are the figures and we're going to put all this time and effort into the design and the look we're also going to make the functionality of them so diverse. Right,
0: right. They went all in on them. Yeah, like we've already, we got, what, at least five different moves, or probably more. We got two jumpers, two headbutts, boss man and macho man do the smash, Ho- or Hogan does the body slam. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah.
1: The last one, the black suit. Million Dollar Man,
0: okay. yep, the classic. Yes, he's a little, he's a little beat up, but oh. still in good, still in pretty good shape. Wow. And he's got he does the arm. Man,
1: what an amazing <laughs> character!
0: Yeah, WDBS, like, like you said, like you said, I believe in the in our face heel um, talk. Like he was able to stay a heel the entire time. Hmm. But yeah, that he's is up. that is. That is, uh, now I was looking back, like, so I was looking back. This is the, this is the first lineup of, you know, series one Hasbro's. Do you think they got it right? Would you have included anyone else or discluded anyone? Like maybe if, would you have included anyone else? Or if you had to like, you know, if, if you had to make what do they got here? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, if you had if they only had eleven to make, would you have discluded one instead of or you know
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it, it just, you know, I was thinking about this in anticipation of this this show, and like we live in a really interesting time because there's such a emphasis on nostalgia. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, we'll I'll go to you go to a Target and you look at the the one aisle, and it's like these are not these are not toys for kids. Like, who are these for? Like, who is buying right. these things? Right. And like, you know, I mean, I, I look at them and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. But like, what 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 in the world am I going to do with this? I'm not I'm fine. if I'm not buying this, and we're doing a podcast. on professional <laughs> wrestling in 2021, <laughs> the early 90s ni- and the late 80s early 90s, <laughs> and I'm not buying these things. Who is buying these things? Yeah. Right? But hopefully, our listeners. But, but you know, it's this idea that back so back then when they launched this this line is very contemporary so they didn't put like uh, bruno san martino right they didn't put like earlier legends no, yeah into it, right mm-hmm. i think the one person that's missing from this and i was actually really surprised to see that they were a, a um a series two because i think they were so iconic i surprised ratty ratty piper wasn't out there right away hmm True. especially because of the unique yeah. look, the hot rod shirt and the kilt and everything. Yeah. Um, yep. That surprised me that that wasn't a, a series one. So even though they do him in series two, I think that would have been a series one. Yeah. Akeem was on his way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you could have pulled him out. Yeah, I
0: agree. Cause that, that was the, that was an excuse for a, a, someone in a later series. I think um, they were going to have, they were going to have mega maniac beefcake, in 93 but they pulled him out because he was on his way out and yeah akeem like boss man was face boss man when these came out so like they didn't really yeah i agree that if they needed to eliminate one akeem would probably have been the one um piper piper's good pick because like with that first ljn line probably like him and hogan were like the more recognizable characters and charismatic characters that were still there and still were icons so yeah like piper if they didn't come out with him in series one you know um you know they came out with him next but he would have he would have fit the mold for series one
1: yeah yeah here's a here's a a different take that i think only would have maybe worked in c in series one because i think you would have tried it it probably wouldn't have worked but they did i know this guy had a rubber figure and i would add one onto it i think you make a bobby the brain heenan and a gene oakerland Nice, <laughs> you know, and have the mic, or maybe Gene Okerlund comes with the ring, which we'll get to later. But yeah, I think it would have been interesting to have like some manager series, which they kind of established right here with series one that they weren't going to do that because mm-hmm. you had some big figures, yeah, you know, yeah. in the industry that could have maybe,
0: maybe I'm yeah, sure, like probably Hart, yeah, maybe after they came out with the first series of wrestlers, if it took off, then they might have thought. You know, hey, we could we could do it all. Like we could make managers, we could make referees, we could make ring announcers, and yeah, work, right. You know? And then the ring came out, so they could have had like a ref or an announcer, you know, kind of with the ring or whatever. But but yeah, that would be cool. Today yeah. like yeah, today my my son has it all set up with today's wrestlers, where he's got the ring, the announce table. He's got he's got an old Bob with the brain Heenan like of today's figures that he sits at the announce <laughs> table doing commentary. Nice. <laughs> awesome (laughs) oh that's awesome so uh, So, strategically put these back and we'll get ready for series two
1: yeah so so series one obviously sells well You know i think you see a ton of people get that hogan a ton of people with that warrior a ton of people with that savage Yep. you know those are big now it's interesting to see series two comes out in 1991 because it feels like all right, so this series, too, feels dated right away. because so, Yeah, because right? they, they repeat right away. They repeat right away. yeah And there's two people, I'm going to say there's three people in this series whose best days are behind them to be immortalized in a figure. And so in an alphabetical, Dusty Rhodes... I don't have one. Do you have him? I don't have him. He's one of the more valuable ones. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I've, I've probably seen, saw him in a store back then. Maybe once I was not very into him and he, and he was, I'm pretty sure like, you know, Survivor Series 90 was one of the only times I saw him. I think he was on his way out after like Sapphire left him. And then I think he went back to WCW or whatnot, but, um, i i didn't really know much about dusty roads in wwf at the time so i wasn't really into that figure i i i pretty like i said i'm pretty sure i saw it one time but wasn't it was after i'm pretty sure it was it had been out for a while like it, it, it didn't just come out it had been out for a while and i wasn't into getting it at the time
1: yeah what, what do you think about dusty roads run in the WWF. I mean, we know he's a legend with NWA and, like, some of the promotion, obviously the promotion yeah. that he did, but he just, his look was odd, his whole yeah. persona was odd. It
0: was, it was, think that? like, as far as I could tell, you know, like, the AWA and then WCW was, like, more more real at the time. Like, you know, it was almost like, you know, Bret Hart should have been in in yeah. AWA, because, like, it was like, it wasn't more real, but it was because McMahon made more characters even back then. And the, and these guys wrestled kind of by like what their name was. And they didn't have like all this flash to them. Like it was Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair in AWA. And that was like the rivalry all around the United States. They would wrestle each other. And it was like, you know, they would be in cage match after cage match. And like, you know, bleeding every match. And, yes. and like, it was, it was like just a huge event, but then he gets to WWF and Vince turns him into a character, like the polka dotted American dream. Like, what the know, I mean, the, the, the theme song's iconic. I love it. But like, yeah. but, but <laughs> it wasn't like a, he wasn't like a rough and tough guy from Texas anymore that, that wanted to be the world champion. He was like stuck in, you know, storylines with, uh, what DiBiase paid off Sapphire to to leave him and stuff like that, and he was never in. um You know, the last thing I remember was when him and Taker uh, at yeah. Survivor got counted out together, and he was never in like a that high marquee feud with anyone like Hogan or Savage, or, or even
1: because yeah. he was with Savage. I mean, did he? I don't think I've ever seen it. So maybe this is yeah. something you've seen on Coliseum or the network, but. Like, he never then feuded with Undertaker, right? I mean, because he could have really put him over.
0: Yeah. No, I never saw anything after that Survivor Series. So, yeah, Yeah. it was just a weird character thing for him uh,
1: from what he came from, (laughs) from the A.W. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Then we go to another, like, an absolute fan-favorite legend. But I'm wondering if this isn't one of the more, unfortunately, like, overrated stars just because i feel like he never got the uh, i don't want to say overrun. i I don't want to say overrated necessarily like i don't think he ever got the run that maybe he deserved and i think he was way over with the fans Mm -hmm. i think i know where where, where's
0: hacksaw
1: Yep. (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) like that is an awesome figure that one a lot of people had this guy yep yeah that did do you have the two by four
0: i do but it's not on me but, I, somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm trying to think if I was going to go as we go through these, I was trying to going to try to think if um, there's any type of. Uh, if there's anything that should have came with the figure that didn't, or if there's anything about the figure that should have been left off. But hacksaw, I mean, he's got the thumbs up. He's got you could put the you could put the two by four. The, the hand was made for the two by four. So, you can, yep. put it, you can put it right in the hand. Unfortunately, his thumb broke off there. Oh, but, no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Yeah. Like, he he won that first ever Royal Rumble, I guess, in 88. But not really as, like, the American, like, USA, USA hacksaw. Like, I'm pretty sure he wore, like, black tights and whatnot. But, like, he was over, like you said. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He just never
1: got a title, I don't think. Right? or. I don't think no, him being an t- champion or anything. Know, never had a title. Now he is a figure. I think he should have had the clothesline, so he could do the three-point stance. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, his other hand could have held the, could have held. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's true. Now he's looking. I mean, he's looking good. Do you yeah. remember when they released Superstars the album in like '93 and his song? <laughs> Oh, yeah. USA. He's like, I'm in the back, listing my boots. This guy wants to a beautiful <laughs> hacksaw. <ball." laughs> yeah. He was so iconic. I mean, he he only made a handful of appearances, mm-hmm. but he mattered so much. Like, remember when Yoko did all those bonsai drops on him? Yes. Right? Yeah. But he was the first person to knock Yoko off his feet. Yeah. yeah. He could just come and go as he pleased, mm-hmm. wrestle whenever he wanted to. He could yeah. immediately add credibility to a match, to a character.
0: He was, what? he was the, um, he's like the, like the big show is today. Like he, yeah, he could he, like he, everything that you just said. Um, he could be the sacrificial lamb like he was to, to Yoko or he could be the first one to do something. So yeah, Yeah. he, he was underappreciated probably.
1: Is he, is he in the Hall of Fame? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: <laughs> I want to say yes, but I don't know for sure. Right. Hey. Yeah,
1: what a unique character. He's awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, got another accessorized guy here, and a guy who I think was also done at this point, really. I mean, mm-hmm. Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man. He does. With that, the guitar. He's the guitar, yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> guitar as for an object, not as a.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: now, yeah, he I was, was reading
1: some things. He I think was so he fun. got the
0: same, the same thing as Hacksaw. Oh, now, yeah. Now, what do you think about the wrestlers like you know Million Dollar Man, Honky Tonk Man? We're gonna do Piper. Um, what do you think about him them being clothed in their you know entrance gear instead of their ring attire?
1: Yeah, it. So it absolutely plays to like the displayability, but this was the time when toys are toys, and we're getting okay. beat up. So I didn't really, I wasn't drawn to them. Like I probably, like, I didn't have that one and I wouldn't really be in that interested in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for sure. Now, did you see in that they had, I think it was like a Sears catalog, a prototype of rhythm and blues. Yes. And a Greg the Hammer Valentine. Apparently, that is an inc- there's prototypes that exist that are, like, crazy expensive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's the I rhythm and see, blues. I did set. see the Greg the Hammer uh, Valentine. It was
0: it was white like he had a white jacket, yeah. And, uh, but again, that was one where it wasn't going to last because rhythm and blues didn't last uh, far past that time, so they, they canceled that one. And then they came out with
1: Greg the Hammer Valentine anyway. Oh, which again, to your point, Twin Towers versus Rhythm and Blues, or Akim mm-hmm. and Honky Talk Man versus Boss Man face Valentine go (laughs) but you know see let's see what happens uh (laughs) hell a match Uh, (laughs) then we go to all right so this is the very controversial figure hulk hogan Hulkster hug yes would you say possibly the worst figure ever made
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i'd have to look at the table here i mean the figure you could do the absolute least with like, yeah. unless you're hugging the guy, or you're you're doing, uh, Hogan must pose after the match. <laughs> like you can't you can't do much with him. I mean, unless you're doing the cranium crush, yeah, which which, uh, uh, crushes figure did not have, nope. because that would have made it like this, and not you wouldn't be able to do anything else. But yeah, I don't know of any other figure that was less. It's
1: a good. It's it's sure, so. it's display i mean you can definitely display it yeah but as you and can it see looks good in your hand right there yeah. like it looks like all right that's a good figure compared but. to the other hogans with all of
0: the paint off of their shirt yeah this, this one's, one's like in a pristine like, condition. condition yeah <laughs> because, <laughs> i mean you couldn't get to the shirt you couldn't get to the paint but um i remember using them here and there but i got i don't know i don't know i got him after i got the one that would come out after him like that oh, okay the whatever series that was i mean, maybe it was the series three but um yeah i definitely got this one late and probably could have done without but <laughs> he lo- he looks cool he's just not
1: functional absolutely yeah but his card is really cool too with the uh classic hogan shot so this next one is very um very iconic for a unique reason. I got a shout out so to to a good good friend of mine. He'll appreciate this reference. Okay, Superfly Jimmy snooker mm. So this series came out in 1991. There was a Woolworth store, remember Woolworth, mm-hmm. uh, town over from me, that had two of these guys in the package up until like 1995, <laughs> uh, just sitting in there. And I feel like man, I should, probably should have just gotten it, uh, to have it. Um, <laughs> But he just kind of sat there, and he's way over too. So it's 1991. I mean, he really is done with WrestleMania Seven. Yeah, he probably should have been a series one. I feel like cool figure though, right? With the splash. I mean, it's a great. It's an actually it's an awesome functional figure. It's a a great figure,
0: perfect figure for a Superfly, and he he's the one that reminds me how great the the ring was. Because you could you could put the double feet on top of the flat post off. and and jump off jump off of that post because they made it flat so you could literally stand them up there and yeah. you know get them to pose and then have them fly off. But yeah, perfect figure for Snooka.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they made it because now it, like it matters, right? Like R. I. P. And all the controversies obviously surrounding him and you know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome figure. He even has the. the the i love you uh, yeah Yeah, like that that's that attention to detail right they made it a separate mold for him like you Mm -hmm. can't use that for anybody else yeah uh next one is the macho king now i did not realize this until we were i was doing some research for this yes there's a macho king and a macho man and it's this it's this it's the same figure yeah which one is that? That's the king. Yes, that
0: that's the king. The,
1: that's the king. So, so no, yes,
0: no. I was gonna bring that up because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you corrected me, in a, at a different time or maybe in a different episode when I mentioned him, and I said like he came with the crown and the scepter, which which I don't have on me right now, but um, I called him Macho King and or no, I maybe mean, it was the other way around, but I didn't, I thought. Maybe it was the other way around. I thought he was no, I did think it was King because I do I knew he came with the crown, but I didn't know that there was two. I, I didn't know right. that there was two. Um and just, the only the only difference is the word. <laughs> right. in
1: the but great, right. uh, they were the accessories. Yep. But um I think mm, Yeah, let's see I mean, side by side. Yeah. It's the one on the right is so iconic. You're the original like orange tights with the stars uh, yeah yeah no. that's like the wrestlemania four winning the strap yeah yeah that's
0: awesome and but... you can do the elbow with both yep i'm i'm a i'm a big fan of the clothesline figure it's a better
1: it's a better functional figure yeah by miles macho king macho man just that look yeah yeah but yeah the clothesline
0: figure itself like all like any figure that did the clothesline was a real good function but this yeah. the, the macho man wasn't it wasn't a bad figure like it wasn't a bad function like he just had his arms up and he could do either elbow you could slam a guy but That's awesome i mean and and then like like what what we said about um you know what would you have done differently or like they both come out they both have their glasses like painted on but yes. like I think I think certain items are like too small to make. Like you, like if you made glasses that came with the figure, like
1: the kids would lose them or break them or oh, whatever. 95% of nine-year-olds are gone within the yeah. first hour. <laughs> like, yeah. so
0: like like and you're not gonna make I mean, I think later on down the line, like like Honky Tonk Man here has his whole suit on, but like later on down the line, they may have made a figure or two. That would come with a removable like coat or something mm-hmm. not honky-tonk man but but someone else but um i was like millionaire man honky-tonk man i was fine with them coming out with their whole gear on it it,
1: it made the character who it was yeah because absolutely yeah and then and i think when you look at like the, the back the cardboard back of this one Man, Macho King was intense. That was great yeah. That was like peak heel savage. Mm-hmm. All right, then you go to Rowdy Piper. Here's
0: which... uh, sorry, I just have to.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> that's, the, wow. that's the Macho Man with the- Oh, uh, with... <laughs> yeah. Flip the back. They have like a collector's <laughs> card on the back, right? Okay. Yeah, you hold up the- Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> jeez that is like a that's like 30 plus years old man yeah and like-, like the see the series on the back
0: that i mean that's the first series but it doesn't like it's not all of them and other backs have like different people on them mm-hmm. but also some of the same so like they didn't really on the backs they didn't go by series for whatever reason except for like maybe the first series but um for the first series the ones i kept I know we're backtracking, but
1: now what was
0: the original price of one? I see that so, the price tag Macho Man was six ninety nine <sighs> nice. at KB Toys. So was Beefcake. Hogan scratched off, but uh, there was the Hulkster. Andre six ninety nine Smash. Oh, see, I cut the I cut the, the thing. Oh, off. The, yeah, <laughs> $6. yeah, <laughs> six ninety nine. Jake the Snake was scratched off also. Wow. Those are the ones I have from series one.
1: Thank you to Pass Matt, who kept these <laughs> <laughs> and didn't just like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's, okay. Oh, see, that boss man you're
1: talking about, $4.99. Yes. Where's that one? Now, what store is that? Um, James Way. Leg- legendary.
0: <laughs> James Way. So amazing. See, now look at the back of this one. Different,
1: Different people. Oh, yeah. Dusty's on there. Snooka's on there. Macho King is on there. Dif- Warrior 2 is on there, but then Akeem's on there.
0: Yeah. And Andre, yeah. So I don't understand yep. how they.
1: Also, James Way Superfly. Nice. With, with the uh, winter trip to SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> Honky Tonk.
0: Yep. Oh, he's got the. He's even holding Oh, what is that one? Yet. Nice. Oh, look at look at that face!
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you had to be over there for that photo shoot for hacksaws. Uh,
0: <laughs> those are those are the ones so far that we've gone through. Awesome! Oh man, <laughs> I had to I had to bring everything
1: to the table for this. Oh, for you. Absolutely <laughs> dead, man.
0: <laughs> let's, so let's run through let's run through the doubles in the in the series two. We already have Hogan and Savage. Who are the other doubles? That's right. A so you got
1: uh, Million Dollar Man with the green. Yeah. Good. Very favorite. cool figure. Yes. Now he King didn't wear, to, he don't, I, I remember like he didn't
0: wear green very often. And I feel like I never really saw him wear green except for like maybe interviews or something.
1: Right. Right. No, it was always the black or the, so he wore the white sometimes for view. Yeah. Pay-per-view. Right. But this white was cool but the green was on the wrestling buddy the green was yes. on this figure yeah it's a cool green actually it's yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> and then that iconic series oh. two
0: ultimate warrior amazing maybe one of the best one of the best figures it's funny i didn't look at it till now but in one of the videos i was doing for research the one guy who had this said you got to watch because uh the paint chips off the nose real easy and i just looked at i just looked at him and he's, he's oh, just... <laughs> oh but oh i mean you thought that first warrior was good like i, I enjoy the jumping capability but the yeah. the look and feel and body slam like gorilla press slam capability of this guy
1: was was even better god look at that mullet i mean he was just... <laughs> he like Again, like we did, we did, we talked about him and his road to WrestleMania six. We could talk about him like eight more times. For yeah, hours. The guy is so iconic. He's yeah. so freaking iconic. Yeah. And that's like that. That's you're good. you're holding the ultimate warrior. Like, like that's the thing about this time period. That's like so crazy. Is like you look at all the dead wrestlers and just like the steroids and the drug abuse and like the heart failure these guys are having, and you hold them up right there. And like that's a superhero. Yeah, like, that's yeah. Equal, like that is as equal as holding Batman, right? As holding <laughs> Skywalker, right? Like Very that's, true. yeah, that's amazing. Like that's a person, yeah, who just put his body on the line in front of like 20,000 plus people. And he more than night. anyone, he more than anyone
0: believes that he was a superhero, yeah, like, like he was, he was the character in real life.
1: Jeez, that's amazing. <laughs> And then the last one in that series would be uh ratty paper. Oh uh, yes. And again, I don't, I
0: don't mind at all that. He's, you know, has the kilt, you know, he should have the kilt. He shouldn't be in his like
1: blue. Oh or yeah.
0: Whatever. He should, he should be wearing yeah. exactly what he's wearing.
1: Yeah. Because the, the plain blue tights like doesn't do yeah. justice for right. what he was. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. You're a good figure. Excellent. Didn't, didn't,
0: uh, his his right foot made it hard to stand him because mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> he's got his heel up but i remember i remember trying to uh stand him up and getting frustrated all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man so that's next is that, all, is that all this is that series two so that's series two and i think what we we can kind of do the tag teams
0: oh yeah kind of on exactly. their own yeah
1: so, so series three is going to follow this, and so, like, when I look at these figures, right? Like, wonder, okay, you want to tag teams on their own, yeah? Okay, it's so, like one and two, I think, mark a really good, like, break point of the business, right? Because there's like a shift when you look at series three. So, like, let's take a look at those series two guys again. Let's take okay. uh, that. Let me
0: put them back. It,
1: it's Remarkable in some ways because I go through the list here and it's like Dusty roads you know, dead, Superfly, dead, Macho King, dead, Red Piper, dead, Million Dollar Man, dead, old, Ultimate Warrior, dead. Like that is a powerful old school group. And I remember like the commercials, remember the commercials for these things? Yeah, like this was
0: <laughs> so. Do you think an
1: iconic group?
0: Yeah, do you think that? looking at series one and now series two, and I think I uh, put someone back that um, should be up here, but like, do you think that they needed to do four of them again, or should they have done someone different or, you know, others different? Like they would come out obviously with more, but do you think anyone deserves to come out with, with their figure now instead of another Hogan Savage Warrior Million Dollar Man?
1: You can't argue those four, though. Like, that's the Mount Rushmore of that era. I know. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah. And, and they're so hot at that time, right? They've got Warrior and Hogan. Like, they're so big that if you release another figure, kids are going to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. They yep. buy them. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, especially, especially
1: like a guy like Warrior who changed his look all the time. Right. Right. Like, that's just a variant that people would want hogan if you missed out on him in the first series you could get him again yeah because remember like if you think about it back then like you didn't have amazon like you didn't have online ordering so if you missed series one you missed it right yeah, <laughs> online right. yeah. find somebody selling it
0: yeah you know
1: you're like yeah.
0: you had to find like you did you had to find
1: that snooker like at a random <laughs> garage sale or whatever <laughs> <laughs> another fun fact i saw in 1992 fall your neck of the woods i'm in berwick nice and there's a pharmacy it might actually even have been a woolworth again because they were all over in like small towns green dbassi original boss man fall of 92 was pretty incredible to see them there too because they already had leapfrog multiple series yeah and, and they're just sitting there um yeah you know. Gotcha, nice. <laughs> so I think those four, and like Savage was so different from the original Savage, right? Yeah. Like the idea of Macho King and who you're seeing him on TV. Mm-hmm. Million Dollar Man, it's a cool look. And then the other ones were good. I, I mean, yeah. Hunky Hawk Man was iconic. I mean, yeah. I get it. He's got a unique look. Snooka, yeah. uh, this was their last shot. Yeah. Hacksaw. It's surprising that Jake was in the first series. Looking at these guys, Mm. he he almost seems like it's more of a series too, but yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, you could have have flip-flopped him and snooker. I feel like he was – I think he was – I feel like Jake's figure was a big part of the first commercial, though. Like when they had him – yeah, with the punch and him going against – like Jesse, the body of Ventura, it's Jake oh, okay. Roberts
1: versus the million dollar man. <laughs> and That's that was, right. that was iconic. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was Jake. And then like Savage did them and Piper did them. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> warrior did one. Yeah. How, that's what I was going to ask you.
0: How did they get some of these guys to be in a wrestling figure commercial? Like warrior was always out of his mind and they got him to like be in this, you know, they got him to do, certain things that you wouldn't think that they could control him to do or that you know that seriously could, like, what you does know, that look like yeah he just comes
1: in first commercial you know right? <laughs> <laughs> like let's not scare the kids yeah <laughs> and so, yeah i mean hasro was out of rhode island so you got stanford's right there so we're, like, all right, like, true. True. we're gonna drive you up like we're doing a house show in providence you know mm-hmm. let's let's go over let's let's that have that afternoon Let's film a couple takes and see what happens. Right? Let's start, yeah. start filming. See what happens.
0: <laughs> and in that, uh, just to just to mention it, because I was I'm thinking about the commercials now. Um, you around this time they came out with the Warrior and the Warrior and Hogan talking figures, which yes, you pulled the string and they said a, and they said a thing. A Warrior was in that commercial, and he's like, because Piper's like, he's like. Uh, New real WWE talking wrestlers, and they're like, uh, they're he's like, they're big enough, and Warriors like to be talking tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I always remember that, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you had the pull string, the pull string Hogan and the pull string Warrior, <laughs> yes, god, two titans of the
1: industry, <laughs> but yeah, so,
0: like I think you, um, you know, we'll see series three here that again more remakes but I think it's a good move like except for Macho Man being the same figure um, I think yeah. it's a good move because like looking at the rosters yeah you, you can make more guys you can make more guys but you're not going to not sell the remakes of Hogan Warrior Savage like they're I think they're always going to sell it's just like that's the power of those guys like you just said that knew their character were their character and were so over around the world that they
1: were they were bigger than the industry but i think yeah because you know you had wrestlers that i don't think would have sold like you could have had like a haku Mm
0: you know yeah
1: you could have done right i was gonna say would you have done like barbarian and haku i don't know Barbarian the- would have been a cool figure because mm-hmm. you could have had like the gear. I would have made him with the gear and stuff. But yeah, yeah, almost, I, I like, a, almost
0: like a berserker.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he, how he would have sold, um, like again for like functionability, and a tag team for like the Orient Express. But I don't know if they're selling. Right. Yeah. So to that point, like when you look at series three. Mm-hmm and you look at the repeats like this was a hard series to find i remember um actually i have i only had one figure from this entire series oh wow yeah i remember um there's a store here's store depending on their geography where people are listening long beach island had this like kind of like five and ten stores called the hand shop It's, it's still there and I remember the one time I went there. I remember, like, it wasn't that late, but I feel like it was late for my age to be at a store.
0: Yeah. It was probably like,
1: like 8 30, nine o'clock at night. We're in there, and I just go down the toy aisle, and it is like all series three and series four. So, like, spoiler alert, but there's like this version of the barber, Greg Valentine. I remember seeing like Coco and like, it seemed like there were so many like now it was probably like four or five racks but like at the time i was like oh my god i've never like i don't even know what i'm seeing right now it's like crazy and like it just like wasn't the time where we were just gonna like load up and like spend like 50 dollars on these things but (laughs) it was the only time like i ever saw them and they were in like such abundance and it like it's just like stayed with me right like over 30 years later i only i don't remember many
0: times where I saw them in abundance either, but contrary to you not seeing sig- fate fig- or Series 3 much, I this is the one where I went to Toys R Us and saw them in abundance. And I was just like, wow, like I was blown away because my local one was KB Toys and James Way. You know, you'd see a figure in there every now and then too, but it yeah. um, wouldn't be like on a huge shelf right in front of you like from top to bottom like toys r us might be and like series three was the one that i saw at toys r us and me and my brother each got i remember driving down to that one in allentown and me and my brother got two two of them and played played with them on our way back up back up to uh where we live but
1: so you were so you were basically going from like the poconos to lehigh valley to get to a toys r us yeah oh yeah i, I mean i think for people like listen, like dude. A Twizzer Us in like 1990, 1991 was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, we were talking about a mental health crisis. Well, yeah. How do you go from like remembering that reality and like that fantasy world into like the reality of nine to five today and think like, oh yeah, why are these people well-adjusted? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was unbelievable. It, they mm-hmm. were, the stores were massive. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it was like, that's all it sold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean you were but you could but
0: that was the place like yeah there. Were, I mean obviously there was no internet but like you weren't gonna find that's where you were gonna find the toys that you were looking for whether it was you or whether it was your parents shopping for Christmas like yeah. you had you know that's where where you were gonna go and there weren't at that many around so like we drove 45 minutes to get there like you know Lehigh wow. Valley area so God. do you
1: remember like going to like so that was your local one i was fortunate i had one probably five minutes from my house wow between five minutes um and uh but still like you didn't go there all the time like it was like a big deal to go there Mm -hmm. do you ever remember going to like a like a far away one or like a secondary one like one that was not the one you usually went to and just like walking through there and being like whoa (laughs) kind of like it would Uh, it would have to have been on like a vacation
0: that we went on like, yeah. we would just randomly go to a local, not mall, but, like, a local, like, shopping place or whatever, and there might have been a Toys R Us. I don't recall, I don't remember one, like, specifically, I probably, it might have been a Toys R Us, but I remember, like, a big toy store of some sort on, like, a vacation here and there that we would randomly go to, and yeah, I, I know the feeling of what you're talking about, but I only like, specifically remember. <laughs> Yeah, I only specifically remember the Toys R Us uh, in the Lehigh Valley.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, like unbelievable! Toys R Us is, was uh, I was four ninety nine there, which is great. Um, two dollars cheaper yeah. than, than, than KB. Mm-hmm. Although KB would do your three for ten sales. True. When they were post, so you could kind of load up on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if they Again. had if they had three in stock that you wanted.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. And like seriously, like. I just remember like my parents going to malls all the time <laughs> and you want to talk about like the carrot and the stick and like the, the ability to get into a KB for like five, 10 minutes after your parents are completely burnt out of like, you know, all that shopping, but like yeah. that was enough to like keep you angelic. It was like, I can't go through this. <laughs> And not have that outcome. So what do I need to do yep. to have this happen? Yep. Like, like i got I I feel like I spent an inordinate amount of time in department stores <laughs> in the Jersey tri-state area. I, I don't, I can't even tell you like what the outcome of it was, but yep. but yeah, being able to get there and and oh, it's amazing.
0: yeah I remember. Uh, I think I told you before, like when I went into my mall to get to KB. Uh, hess's was the department store and mm-hmm. i remember going with my mom and she would have some sort of reason to be in hess's <laughs> and so i would have to wait and wa- you know wait for her to look at what she was looking at clothes or whatever but then like kb was right around the corner as the mall started like hess oh. was the anchor store and, and then the big blue carpeted kb yep. right there so if my mom happened to be looking in a section where she could she could be and also see me at kb then i was allowed to go in the KB. oh that's the dream yeah (laughs) like she once she got to a certain section of the store where she could see me and see the toy (laughs) store then i was allowed to go but if if it wasn't like in visual sight then i'd wait
1: (laughs) a lot of resiliency built up during those days yeah yeah (laughs)
0: that was, <laughs> no, no kids don't have resiliency today <laughs> dude
1: think about it you didn't like kids today like would have access to like obviously a device mm-hmm. right uh what what do we have like a, a, imagination yeah
0: <laughs> like, exactly you
1: know, like i think the day i mean i think you probably still get it like i'm interested to see like with with our kids but like um like our kids still going like well no Covid, are we like going into the displays? Like you know, are we? Like, is that still a thing? Or you know, are there just more distractions? Right? Like, man, yeah. you. We digress here, but like a worthwhile deep dive. Oh yeah, you earned that trip to KB. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, and yeah. it can be and taken you, away.
0: You earned like obviously we're talking three ninety nine to six ninety nine. That was that was money back then. Like that was was something. Like every figure that my son collects now is between twenty-five and thirty dollars. And yeah, they're they're a lot better made. And they're like, you know, like I said, you can you can play with them or you can collect them. A lot of people collect them like they would like your starting lineups or and not take them out of the box and whatnot. Like it was. They're they're incredibly made today. Like you know, just they come with all the the you know, the jackets and the vests and the whatever, the belts and, you know, there's tables, ladders and chairs and, you know, every everything you could think of today to play with them. But a lot of people, you know, they're again, rare to find. So people, you know, I know that our local target here puts them out usually like Wednesday nights, Thursday mornings, but like mm-hmm. I've been there when like they actually put them out and there's been like two or three collectors, like, in front of me like waiting and watching the target people like put them on the shelf so they just gobble them up like right then and there but me and blake like before they closed the toys r us's which there is there was a toys r us very near me but before they closed it um we would have we would have some good toy hunts and i'm glad to say that i would be able to do that with him at a certain period in his life before you know, they closed all the toy stores down. And but I know. but yeah, now it's now now it's literally, you know, you go online and I mean it's not you know, you can view and buy all any figure that you want today, but it's just not the same as going and finding them right in front of you like oh. at the Toys R Us and just being like, totally. This is amazing. But I, but yeah, 399 to 699, that was I mean, you waited to earn that allowance. And yep. then you waited to get the trip, <laughs> and then you waited at the department store to get in that toy store <laughs> to, to <laughs> finally. And then,
1: and then you had to hope that there there were on the shelf. Like, oh right, <laughs> and without like internet or anyways, like I think that's also something that's missed is you wouldn't know when these things are coming out. Right, so, like yeah. you would go to a store and be like having like almost borderline heart failure, you know, like. Uh, Oh my God, like here, here they are. And, and, and who else do they have? And, and Mm -hmm. that moment, like it didn't exist.
0: Right. And I remember I I was into transformers at the time also um, probably even before wrestlers, but, but yeah, you didn't know the only way you knew um, who may exist was the WWF magazine and like the spreads, they weren't necessarily um i don't think in the merchandise catalog portion but they had sometimes a spread of them like that undertake mm-hmm. them all spread um you know you were like wow like the you know i can't or what if i find this macho man in sports right? or whatever and like that's who you look for that's
1: the only way that you would ever know like, i remember you know i was pulling a george costanza being like in the bridgewater mall opening up at wf magazine and the first page was the Undertaker. mall i was like can ace some water over here <laughs> like, and it was like coming in august it was like you know the the, the heel Shawn michaels and like nails and like mm. that seems so long it seemed like so far in the future and it was just like unbelievable <laughs> um a random side note before we jump into series three talking about like toy collectors now I remember back in the day at a Twitter Us, and actually, this was looking for for starting lineups. But my dad and I were like looking around, and it was like hard to find the NFL ones. Like that was the one that I collected. And um, this older guy is there, and he's like, "Oh, well, yeah, like they come out on these days."
0: Just but like sometimes if NFL. you don't,
1: yeah, starting line. And he's like, "Well, sometimes if I don't have like enough money, he walks us down the aisle, and on the bottom of the aisles, we're like." They would sell like collector cases that you could put figures in. There's like this Ninja Turtles collector's case. He opens it up and there's like three hockey starting lineups in there. And it's like, what in the God's name is going on here? What? So then we had this period where like a couple of weeks later, my dad and I went there and we started like going through the collector's cases <laughs> to see if they were there. and there was one in one. It was like, again, I was like a hockey, like yeah, throwback yeah. one, but I was like, That's awesome! whoa, like there's a whole ecosystem here that just goes well, way beyond like little Matt going to the store wanting to <laughs> get toys to play with but it's like and this is way before now we're like i feel like there's so much emphasis on collecting and Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff and
0: there you did have to search like like that like i believe that store employees and owners would know secrets like that obviously but you did you do have to search even now because the new ones go so fast now what you see right when you get to the aisle may not be all you see because things may have fallen and, and got tucked in like another shelf or whatever. I've, me and Blake have definitely seen that happen and pulled out some good ones. Um, awesome. <laughs> but then also, you always wonder, because you just reminded me, you always wonder, like right now, if you're looking at, like, you know, they'll have like two shelves on the bottom with like maybe a ring and like an accessory, and then they'll have a big shelf with like, from top to bottom wrestlers. Then you sometimes see that very top shelf with unopened, cardboard boxes of yes. like quote unquote backstock but could be like figures that aren't displayed so you just want to like reach that top box it's and just pull it out like yeah bust it open. <laughs> I and
1: mean, like that's what was awesome about this time right it was it was about the figures but it was just about like this this unique experience mm-hmm. that is yeah. just it, it it deserves to be celebrated yeah right because i think it was this fun time that's gone every
0: single like every everything everything that you can think of like that nowadays starts with on screen like it's just it's on it's on my screen somehow (laughs) yeah 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 yeah.
1: it's just a different i wish you know you knew like the last time like you were going to be able to do those things yeah like yeah seriously Right. right like when was the last time that you kind of did it and you didn't feel like you were getting too old or that you didn't feel like or like things were changing you know I guess Uh, for me
0: it was when I I guess how many a couple years ago they closed all the Toys R Us's I guess that was I mean that was it for me and Blake like we right now Target we find some here and there like I said we kind of know, I kind of know when they put them out if they get any but they don't. the The demand is greater than the supply. They don't get that many, and the ones they get, the series that it is, it's already like three series, three series late compared to what's come out on what's come out online to
1: buy. So like, yeah, yeah. And then it makes sense, like, to go online. Like, geez, like, it's like, wait, I can get this in forty eight hours, and I don't have to leave the house and pay gas. And like, all right. You yeah you know it's it's, yeah. it's just convenience convenience over
0: over that experience
1: yeah yeah so let's jump to series three thank you so much
0: for listening to part one of our wrestling figure podcast stay tuned for part two